Hello everyone, welcome to episode 217 of the Enough Podcast. My name is Michael Hurley and I am joined by Mr. Patrick Roan. Hello sir, how are you? Oh, I'm I'm finally back. Been, finally on, back been on a little trip, have trip. we? Yes, yes, a little trip uh, that was uh, long, um, but good. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it. But uh, we we'll, uh, we've 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 got a couple of pieces of business to kind of take care of right away. So um, why don't we do that? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. We have a new sponsor to the show, so I want to introduce them to everybody. If that's good. Terrific! I'm excited for this. So new we, sponsors are always good. Shutterstock.com is sponsoring today. This is where you're going to find over 20 million stock photos, vectors, illustrations, and video clips. You can start searching at Shutterstock.com to find the perfect image for your website, ad, publication, or any other creative project. Shutterstock gives you a global image collection to find images from across the world to suit your project. You can choose between image packs or monthly subscription packages. Whatever fits your needs, you never have to compromise with Shutterstock. If you need just one image for a blog post that you're writing, you can take that too. Whatever you want to do, they're flexible to it. You want to buy one image, you want to buy loads, you want to buy just a couple, whatever you want. That's what I love about them. Every time you visit, you're going to find something new since they add 10,000 new images every single day. And it's more affordable than you think. They don't charge you any extra for large files. You can create... Yeah, it's good. If you need retina images, it's the same as if you was buying one to put on a postage stamp pad. It's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's all the same to Shutterstock, which is excellent. As you're searching around their site, you can easily curate light boxes so you can choose your favorite pictures videos and all the other cool stuff that they do and you can add them to your own light box gallery as you search so you can review them all later and they have an ipad app to do this too as well as images they have icons infographic templates vectors and all sorts of media it's really awesome they've you know they've got everything if you need media they've got it mm-hmm. you can get an account rep dedicated to you and you have 24-hour support too so, sign up for a free browse account at Shutterstock.com. Search around. You're going to find the stuff that you want. There's no credit card needed to sign up. When you find the images you like and you decide to purchase, use the code ENOUGH9. That's E-N-O-U-G-H-9. And you'll get 25% off any package. Thanks yeah. so much to Shutterstock for sponsoring. Thanks for sure. And uh, I, I think I've, I've mentioned this before. Um, but, uh, yeah. Like Shutterstock, use Shutterstock uh, mainly for uh, for their uh, uh, their vector art. Um, I've used on a couple of uh, web projects for clients. It's, uh, you know, good good folks, good guys, and kind of set the set the standard for um, you know uh, stock images uh, online for everyday uh, non-designery folks. So indeed. Um, in any case, yes, I just got back from a very long road trip. Um, started in, uh, uh, well, here, and uh, traveled to uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, to see uh, some friends there. Just kind of stayed overnight. Um, um, and that was great. And then we uh, continued on to Columbus, Ohio, where I stayed for a couple of days uh, with uh, Mr. Randy Murray. Captain Randy. Uh, Captain Randy of uh, of Who Writes for You, uh, First Today, First Tomorrow, uh, fame, um, and uh, yeah, you know, linked to him all the time on Minimal Max. So those uh, who follow uh, that website uh, should uh, recognize him. As a matter of fact, I think. Well, let me check. I, uh, yeah, right now his 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 blog is linked to right at the top of Minimal Mac. Uh, so he wrote this really great piece on. Uh, 
make life better without drowning and stuff. But uh, Randy and I have been longtime friends. We've known each other for well, going on 10, 11, 12 years now, something like that. Um, and uh, uh, he's visited me on a couple of occasions, uh, and uh, and this is the first time I had a chance to visit him. And oh boy, does he have a nice place! <laughs> he's shown me pictures because I've actually had the pleasure of drinking with Randy on two separate occasions. Yes, um, when he's visited out to uh, out to your neck of the woods. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, he. Show me photos of his home cinema, which I believe has a website. Yes, yes, it does. We should link to it. It's uh, cinemamurray.com, M-U-R-R-A-Y. Um, and, yes, it is. I mean, it's, it's one of these things that you really have to. Um, you can't just hear it and think, oh, okay, uh, home theater, I get it. You know, he's got a nice big screen in his basement with a couple of lazy boys and, uh, you know, with drink holders in them or something like that. Uh, no, this is a purpose-built full movie theater with lobby that has concessions and an arcade <laughs> in his basement. <laughs> And just to give you an idea of how serious this is, and you have to go to the website to take a look. Um, And the website is great, and you know there's tons of great photos and and stuff like that. Uh, But you you don't really even then get a sense of what this thing is until you actually talk to him and hear him describe how it was built from the ground up. He wanted, he didn't want a home theater. He wanted a theater in his home. And that's the difference. And what he has created here is an experience that rivals any screening room of any, you know, Hollywood studio executive you could imagine. Um, First of all, the space is actually acoustically decoupled from the rest of the home. In other words, it is designed to be completely acoustically insulated so that you can have the sound up pretty loud um, on almost anything except for the most blow-up-y, bangy action flick, and you will not hear it in the rest of the home. Which is very useful if you have a family. Which is very useful if you have a family, and especially in this case... Their bedroom is literally right above the movie theater, and we uh, watched uh, uh, the first. The first thing we watched was uh, Princess Bride with Beatrix. Um, she had never seen Princess Bride before, so it was great to be able to initiate her into what I'm sure will be hundreds of viewings of the Princess Bride <laughs> um, uh, for the first time here, but. Uh, but later on that evening, after she'd gone to bed, we watched Life of Pi. You know, Blu-ray, yeah. the whole nine yards. It was stunning. Absolutely stunning. I almost want to go back and watch it again because it was almost like I couldn't... Like I was geeking out so much on the visuals and how it looked and how it sounded and everything else in, in that theater 
that uh, almost is worth viewing on just my regular TV. So I know I got the whole story, you know, um, absolutely great. Just great. So, uh, so yeah, go to cinemamurray.com, take a look at the pictures and really see kind of, uh, the extent to which one can go when they are trying to achieve a, a home movie theater. Um, it's, it's quite fantastic. So then after that, we went to Asheville, North Carolina. Um, and first of all, Asheville is a really interesting city. I had no idea how interesting Asheville was going to be, but it's, it's really fascinating. It's, uh, uh, you know, you, you British types wouldn't understand this necessarily, but um, Asheville is like the Portland of the South. <laughs> it's got a huge, like, hippie community like tons and tons and tons and tons of of hippies i don't know what what more i could say other than you know than hippies and hipsters it's it's just very very interesting but the main reason we went um was to uh, cross off of my wife's bucket list um she always wanted to see biltmore um are you familiar with what biltmore is young man no probably not Biltmore is uh, an estate uh, that was built by uh, by George Vanderbilt um, of uh, you know uh, gosh railroad uh, Baron fame. Uh, it is the largest privately owned residence in America uh, and the largest that was ever built. Um, it is the exact opposite of what we believe in <laughs> when it comes to to just sheer size and excess and no expense spared. Um, it is just astounding, absolutely astounding, um, and and huge. Uh, and and what's really interesting about it is that it's still privately owned. The Vanderbilt family still owns it, despite the fact that in um, the uh, 1930s, the home was opened up to the public uh, to be able to see um, it. And it's 8,000 acres of land <laughs> uh, managed land uh, uh, forested and farmed uh, as well as you know the gardens and everything else but what's really uh, interesting is is um, I found it interesting sorry I found it really interesting because yeah. I saw you post a picture of your beautiful daughter on Twitter I think yes and it it looks like somewhere in Britain it doesn't look like somewhere that would exist in America no offense. Yeah. No, no, and and absolutely true. That's exactly what he was going for. He wanted an American castle. Yeah, I mean, I've he been wanted to, to recreate the sort of large private estates that you find all, you know, all over in Britain and and all over Europe. I mean, you know, kind of, you know, Versailles, another example right of the sort of thing he was going for um and yes it is it is that immense but 
you know, anyone who knows about the history of George Vanderbilt knows that he was a ruthless businessman. I mean, he he crushed competitors, sought total monopoly and control over over uh, the industries that he was uh, involved in. Um, as a matter of fact, the um, anti-monopoly um, acts and laws that were put in place are largely thanks to him, i.e., you know, we're <laughs> to try to stop guys like Vanderbilt and guys like Carnegie from basically gobbling up entire industries and not allowing any competition whatsoever. Um, but what's interesting is that and I've discussed this before when you when you have that kind of that kind of money and you're able to do things like this kind of property this house can't just survive on its own. In other words, you can't build a house that large and not hire several hundred people just to maintain it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it requires that. That's part of the that's part of the package. If you think of, you know, Anyone who owns a home kind of knows the little things that pop up here and there. You know, uh, I need to fix this light or I need to install this, you know, I need this toilet is running. I need to call the plumber or, yeah, it's time for a new roof or, you know, those sorts of things. Imagine having that happen with a, you know, if you have that happen with a 2,000 square foot home, imagine having that happen with a 40,000 square foot home, right? I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it's that kind of, that kind of scaling problem. That's a company you've built. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, the, the sheer staffing that you require for something like that, you have, you have built a small company that runs yeah. to look after well, this place that makes no money. Right. And, but even more so, even more so, that's just for the running of the house. Think of the amount of food, for instance, that, you know, if you're going to have... So, I should state, Biltmore wasn't even their main residence. It was mainly built as a party house. As a place to, to escape to, to entertain, to vacation at. But it was not their main residence. <laughs> and when you, when you think about that, you think, holy cow, if that's not their main house... Imagine and yes, their their other main residences were equally impressive, but um, but because this house was built for that purpose, the vacationing, the entertaining, that sort of thing. I mean, it was not unusual for them to you know have parties of a hundred you know hundreds of people every weekend, right? Well, on you know to have the kind of lavish parties that one would throw at that level. Well, you kind of have to build the farm that's going to farm the food for the party, right? You have to you have to have not only the, you know, the cattle, the livestock, the fields, the, you know, uh, but uh, then you also need all of the transportation infrastructure to actually get people to the estate. So that means 
cars, carriages, roads, bridges, railroads, which, you know, being a railroad baron, not a problem for him. You get what I'm saying, right? And then you have to have a place for all of these people. They, you know, some of them can live on the property, obviously. But, I mean, if you're going to literally employ, you know, say, 1,800 people, they can't all live on the land. So now you basically have to build a town for them as well, <laughs> right? And so it's this uh, problem of, of scale, right? In order to have that kind of luxury and lifestyle, you have to build all the infrastructure to support it as well. It's not just build the house and you'll go down to the grocery store and pick up, you know, pick up a few cheese trays from the deli, you know, <laughs> for your party. It doesn't work that way. Um, and what I find kind of interesting about that is that there's there's a stewardship involved there there is a symbiotic understanding that your success and your ability to have the lifestyle that you can afford and desire depends on you know the giving jobs at a time when jobs were desperately needed, good jobs, to hundreds of people. And anyone who's watched like Downton Abbey, you know, this is a theme that kind of runs through through that show. Um, this idea that as much as the staff is in the employee and and dependent upon you know serving the needs of the family the family understands that they can't have that life without the staff and so the staff are tremendously important i would say equally important in return right and without the staff there is no downton right and same thing here without without the the farmers and the and the butlers and the maids and the cooks and the you know the the gardeners and the you know there there was no Biltmore and that's still the case today uh, Biltmore um, still employs 1800 people in the city of Asheville um, like I said it's still owned by the Vanderbilt family um, several of whom live on property not in Biltmore but have another another home on property somewhere, 8,000 acres. So, you know, it could be anywhere. Who knows? <laughs> um, and that they still take very, very good care of their employees and understand that in order to maintain this home and allow it to be of service, uh, not just to themselves, but also to, you know, the literally, you know, tens of thousands of visitors that they get every year um, that it, re it requires that kind of stewardship and now I'm going to bring this back down to our level uh, the level of those of us that work for a living <laughs> you know uh, the fact is we too don't uh, don't exist in a bubble and we don't purchase things in a bubble Right, like like I've uh, explained before, when we purchase, say, even you know, a MacBook, 
there were hundreds of hands that touch that MacBook before it enters ours, whose livelihood and jobs are as dependent upon that MacBook reaching our hands as that MacBook might be to our being able to perform our jobs. And I think it's easy to to think about the fact that we exist in a bubble and that, you know, somehow these things just kind of magically make themselves or robots are building them somewhere. But that's just not the case. The, the fact is, is that is that we are all stewards of these things. We are stewards of this world that we live in and that our participating in it naturally requires the sacrifice of others and that we too sacrifice uh, a fair bit in return for um, in, in return for these nice things that we have and that's why it's important to to care for and to understand the importance of everything that we own and be good stewards of that and to respect the work and labor um, and, uh, and sacrifice that went into us being able to have those things. So, One of the things that I love about you as a human is your ability to see things like that when most people would just be enjoying a holiday or a trip or um, going to a, a stately home. Mm. Like you, yeah. your, your ability to see um, these details or these, you have to have these thoughts about things in such, such a deep manner, I think is something that many people wish that they, would, that they, could, that they could have. <laughs> yes, but then again, uh, the flip side of that is, is that I can't turn it off. <laughs> you can't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. You know, it's really difficult for me to to turn that off. Um, anyone who uh, has read PatrickRowan.com in the past uh, couple of days knows that a good part of my thinking this vacation went into why it is that my daughter is such a joy and pleasure to travel with when so many other parents complain about, you know, traveling with the kids and how the you know how difficult it is and you know and i the point i make is that you know we kind of designed it that way because well we just we always have traveled with her and so um it, and travel's important to us and so we made sure that she was a good that she was a good traveling companion by raising her that way nurture not nature right yeah well, it's nature and nurture, but you know, I think it's, it's it can only become nature if you actually um, actually put them into those sorts of situations, right? If you never take a kid to a nice restaurant, they're never going to learn how to behave in a nice restaurant. Yep. So then, when you do take them to a nice restaurant and they're bouncing off the walls and yelling and screaming and you know creating a creating havoc for the other guests at the restaurant. Um, you shouldn't be that surprised because they don't know how to behave in a restaurant because you don't bring them to nice restaurants, right? <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and that you have to start that stuff very, very young. You know, Beatrix, uh, 
Beatrix probably uh, you know logged more frequent flyer miles in her first year of life than most people do in ten years. Um, uh, and then that's by design. But um, I guess you know the 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 larger point is is that yeah I can't turn this off, and there are times when I wish I could just go and appreciate appreciate things for just appreciating them, and not not you know always be looking and searching for some deeper, bigger meaning in it. Um, but then we probably wouldn't have a show if I did that. So exactly. Talking so about, we got to thank someone else, some other folks. Speaking of exactly. you know, stewards of stewards of the things that uh, we care about, I was going to say, talk about having a show. We 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 wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for these guys as well. Yeah, that's true. That is the fine folks over at Squarespace.com. So this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the only one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio, business site, store anything, blog, whatever you want, for a free trial and for a special 20% off during the month what? of September. What? 20? Yeah, 20% off. Go no, to squarespace.com. It's, it's not always 20, is it? It's usually 10. 20. Okay, so the 20 is new? 20 is for September. Special. Okay, look, guys, this is, uh, <laughs> I just want you to understand here. This doesn't Listen happen. up to this one. I know you guys like kind of tune out by, about the Squarespace thing by now, but this one you need to listen to. 20% they don't tune out, the- Pat. They listen every week intently because it's the best part of the show. There you go. Now, we have had Squarespace as a sponsor of ours for um, nearly a year and a half. Yeah. They have sponsored this show every episode. It's the first yeah. time that they've done 20%. So the very first time. Pay heed to that, dear listeners, and go to squarespace.com and use the offer code tallyho9. T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-9. So this is the perfect time for you to start that new project. Let me tell you some stuff that I love about Squarespace. They have 20 highly customizable templates that you can choose from. Beautiful designs, and they all have fantastic style options that that you can tweak to create a really unique website for you, your business, a client even. They've won numerous design awards from prestigious institutions like the Webbies and Forbes. They have 24 hours a day, seven day a week customer care. And they've won awards for that too. A Gold Stevie Award most recently. Every design that they do, every template, every website features a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website, scales everything down, makes it look beautiful in a responsive way. Whether you need a simple solution to build a website or you want to go all out with code changes and use their developer platform, nearly every level of customization is available with Squarespace. You can develop your own template if you want on top of Squarespace's solid infrastructure so you can have your site look in the custom way that you want it you don't have to worry about things like hosting, caching, installing software, or configuring your databases. You can choose a content management system with Squarespace that shares your high standard design, ensuring that your clients or you will get an experience in the back end on top of a great-looking website. Version control built right in, since every template is its own Git repository. Mm. Go check them out. Starts at $8 a month. Includes a domain name for free if you sign up for a year. And you get 20% off this month and you'll be supporting this show if you use the offer code TallyHo9. So go check out Squarespace. Everything you need to create an exceptional website. 20% off, 20%. folks. 20%. Roll back. Hear that offer code. 
use it. And they really are telling me it is just for this month. So well, I, and like like we've said, they've never offered that before in the year and a half that they've been sponsoring the show. So I have no doubts that they're going to go back to the ten percent. Mm-hmm. So if you've been if if you've been on the fence about trying it out, you at least owe yourself to to give it a shot. Um, at 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 that price, I mean, this is not like a you know the sort of thing they're, these are not the sort of folks that are like oh you know you're going to sign up for some two year contract and we're not going to let you out without a deactivation fee or anything like that this is you know these these are good folks that yep. have made an amazing product and they want you to try it you can pay and for 20% a year 20% is their commitment to you that can, you can pay for a year you'll get it cheaper and you get a domain you can go month to month yeah, yeah. But it's, it's up to you. So give it a shot. I mean, and you can you can do the month to month and then pay for a year. Yeah. I mean, there's Whatever there's you no stopping you. You decide, hey, this is exactly. great. I'm gonna keep using it. I might as well, I might as well just uh, you know pony up some uh, some bones for a year. You go right ahead. Exactly. So there we go. So yeah. So the one final other kind of interesting note I wanted to make about the about the trip and and uh, and an insight. Was this? Um, so, uh, on our way back, we 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 had two options leaving Asheville. We could have just gone down the interstate um, and made it in uh, you know good time uh, to our next uh, destination uh, from there, which was Indianapolis, or we could have. Uh, taken the uh, uh, I believe it's the uh, Blue Ridge Mountain Highway or uh, it's it's the it goes it's uh, it goes through the Great Smoky Mountains. Uh, Asheville is kind of in the middle of uh, this uh, mountain range called the Great Smokies, um, and it is just gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. It's called the Smokies because uh, it's it f- regularly fog and clouds settle on it. It always has this kind of smoky look to it. It's it's just fantastic and beautiful, like something out of Lord of the Rings, and. Uh, and we that would have led us around, and we connect back up with the with the freeway. But it, it took us out of our way by by our estimations about forty minutes extra. Um, it turned out to be far more than that, but not because of the not because of anything else, but some unknowns and and um, and beauty, frankly. And here's the thing. <laughs> We were in the Smokies. We opted to take this scenic road for its beauty. We didn't know what was up there. All we knew was that it was going to be this beautiful, winding, sometimes you know dangerous mountain road. And it was it. it it, it was it was more beautiful than that. We had we had no clue. We were not prepared for the beauty that we encountered on almost every turn. And this particular road is you know it goes through the uh, the Great uh, Smoky Mountains National Park. Um, and it's very well designed with gorgeous scenic overlooks and things like that. And 
I guess the overall point was, at that point, time went out the window. It didn't matter when we got to our destination. We weren't so suddenly quick to rush off anywhere because we realized that this was our chance, this was our moment, and that we had chosen this path for a reason. And we, want, we decided at that moment to take full advantage of that reason. Take the time to sometimes choose the road less traveled because oftentimes that will be your only chance to have an experience that you will otherwise miss. And I'm so glad that we did, despite the fact that we hit a huge traffic jam on the other side of that, <laughs> where literally it took us two hours to go 10 miles. <sighs> but that's for another day. Well, Michael, I think we should wrap this one up. I think where that can good. we be found? PatrickRone.com. Yep, that's a good Pat place. At PatrickRone, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-H-O-N-E. Yep, love that. And I'm I-Mike, I-M-Y-K-E. Note the Y, not the I. It's the Y. Okay. All right, and with that, we'll chat later. We will. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. <laughs>